For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On this episode of DC On Screen, we're gonna be talking about Young Justice Season 3, The Outsiders, Part 1? Is that yeah. how you would put that, Jason? I right. put 3.A in my notes. Whatever. <laughs> right after this. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. But this is a story not of a universe. But a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Welcome into DC On Screen episode 526. Today we're talking about Young Justice season 3, what we have of it anyway. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is the man who is currently in the corner playing footsie with his own Cadmus clone, Jason Goss. (laughs) I can think of much more efficient things to do. (laughs) I don't want to hear about your sex life. No, just teach it it a lot of like house chores. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I wish I, I, yeah, I would, a lot of people say weird stuff about clones. Like, oh man, if I had a clone, <laughs> wink, 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 nudge, nudge, nudge. Yeah, and I'm not ruling masturba- that out, but know. I don't, uh, that wouldn't be my first thought. Yeah, it's just masturbation, it's not cheating or whatever. And um, that's fine. I mean, I hang around some sick people. I understand that's not most people's first <laughs> go-to. It, it wouldn't, but, um, it wouldn't be the first thing I thought of. A lot of it would be like, oh God, my life's about to get so much easier. Right. Like, I'm going to sit out here with my wife and watch Big Brother. Will you go do the show art for the for the DC on screen? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure thing. And my second thought would be uh, eventually it's going to do uh, – It's this is going to fold in on itself. And uh, uh-huh. either either it will come at me violently trying to take charge of what I would call uh, me prime's life. <laughs> and there may be an altercation. You would call it me prime, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Maybe that would be the case. Or secondary case, it might just decide, uh, you know what, I've, I've realized I don't, I don't need you and I'm going to strike it on my own. And I have to be like, my, again, then my first thought would be, well, we had a good run. Yeah, it, yeah, it would. Your clone, Godspeed. Like, I'll see you around Christmas. I I feel like you know we we have a situation here in Young Justice where we have Jim Harper, we have Will Harper and Roy Harper, right? And they're they're like maybe we'll go into business with each other, ha ha ha. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea for the show. I enjoyed the hell out of that episode. Yeah. Um, and I I had even forgotten that Jim Harper was was a clone. Like, I didn't have time to yeah. go back and watch the uh, the first two seasons again. But it hasn't been uh, for anyone who hasn't listened to our uh, review of the first two seasons. We have for done. me it hasn't it hasn't been that long. No, like, I mean it was, it, it was like a year and a half, them, two years. I watched them around that time to refresh myself too, and it, it it's been long enough that I've forgotten some details. And when the show popped it up, I was like, oh yeah that that happened, but not so long that I don't remember overall the. The story of where we are right now. Mm-hmm. See, I I had forgotten. I remembered in the comics that Jim Harper was the uncle of Roy Harper, but I didn't remember that there was a Cadmus clone Jim Harper. Yeah, that was. A um, thing. So you know, little things like that. I kind of blanked out on. Right. And, Need a little um, exposition here and there. It's a good thing. Exposition is not. It's not the devil's make times, it out to be. There was a couple times where I had to pause and go over to Young Justice Wiki. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's that guy. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, Snapper Car. I didn't know who the hell that guy was. I was just like, "What? <laughs> who is this? What? Who's this? Who's this Ben Affleck looking dude from Argo?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there're gonna be some um, gaps. It's been a while. But um, speaking to that, having having what four years? I think between seasons. Mm-hmm. Not quite. I, I want to say around four years. I should have looked up when season two ended, but um, four or it, five, I thought. It's. I mean, yeah, it's been a chunk, and I felt like the show came back when and pretty much was the same show. I was proud of that. Yeah, they did a good job of, of being the same show. By yeah. the way, I forgot to finish my thought. Ah, uh, yeah. one Not of my favorite that. episodes is with the clean uh, clings with the clones. <laughs> yeah. But I was, if I had a clone, there's no way. If I had several clones, there's no way I would employ those assholes. <laughs> hey, there's that's that's no way to run a business. I need people who are different from me because we're all going to be doing the same stupid shit. We're all going to be sitting there like you know binge watching a show or looking at the same meme. Right. We're not going to finish. We're not going to get our work done. Anyway, onto the actual show. What are you What are you talking about now? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I was glad. All right. I don't know if it would have worked out any other way, but I was glad the show kept uh, the, the the main producers can uh, came back to help. Um, mm-hmm. I think all of the vocal cast for the show uh, came back. I mean, it was it it's it was ridiculous how many people this many years later were ready, willing, and able to hop back into this and mm-hmm. do something that felt like it felt like the show I, I enjoyed. And I and I, I I got to Young Justice after it had already been canceled, so I knew what I was getting into, and I didn't have to have that sense of like, oh my god, we're being replaced yeah. by something that's gonna have. Uh, Younger toy sales, because this is skewing towards adult audiences, and we didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. It was, a, it was a terrible reason to move on from a show. We're not, we're not, the toy sales aren't working out. Yeah. I How mean, do we sell Artemis? I don't understand that. Blah, 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 blah. Give me, give me, um, give me something more, more kid-friendly. Yeah. I don't... Like, it did feel like the same show. It felt like a natural progression, at, at least. Yeah. 
but it didn't quite feel like the same show. And I think, um, I've been thinking really hard about it because I, I, while I did enjoy the show, I didn't enjoy it nearly as much as I enjoyed the second season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, and again, we're only halfway through. I think a large part of that is we barely got any Calder. Hmm. That's a big, like, it's a big breaking point for you. I love Calder. Like, he's one of my favorite characters on the show. I agree. It was one of the more rewarding parts of this season that you see he is, he's not only Aquaman now, he's straight up in charge this round of the Justice League. Yeah, and I believe me, I, I it was killing me every episode. I'm like, are we going to find out what happened to Arthur? Are we going to find out what happened to Aquaman? Or what, why is Calder Aquaman? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Mira and the freaking like, I don't understand what's happening. There's plenty of time for it. There's plenty know, of time for it. But oh, and uh, around that time, um, I, something I do love about, uh, about Young Justice is they play with pieces of the universe that uh, pieces of DC's you know 80 year canon that are sometimes just forgotten about sometimes you like you don't care i mean I, I i made a huge deal out of how they they turned Sportsmaster into someone that was actually a formidable character like that was that was yeah, impressive to me they um yeah. and and even then even then in like the the first well i think it was the first episode the batman inc name drop uh, mm-hmm. still absolutely on points it totally something i expect from this show to just throw that in there you don't necessarily need to follow up for it but it made sense they didn't force it mm-hmm <sighs> the uh, it does. It it keeps striking me that this show is able to pull off things that um, I think other shows couldn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I love what it does, and in, in as far as it um, is un unafraid to just kill folk off. Yeah, like long-standing big wig people. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it is. I mean, it is kind of shocking to me that they were like so willing to put this season out and say, by the way. Aquaman's not a thing. Aqualad is now Aquaman. Right. Right. As Aquaman is so huge right now at the box office. Like, you know, as they they didn't know it was going to be huge, but. I I think maybe within the camps they knew, but I think this show in particular knows that it has a very loyal audience. And if it just keeps doing what it's doing and doing that well, it's, it's going to, it's going to be okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, that's not a complaint. I, I am, uh, I'm proud of them and I'm proud of uh, DC universe for letting them do whatever the hell they want to. Um, even if that is a little troubling for me, did, was it troubling for you that they kept killing Violet so gruesomely? <laughs> no, I kind of applauded it. I, like, I get it that she's like happens, not trained. <laughs> yeah. I mean that it was, it was, it was good because she, there ends up being a reason that she's not emotionally all that involved in that, you know? It, mm-hmm. And the first time that fire monster like face planted her ass, I thought, "Oh goddamn, this show does take chances, doesn't it?" That was uh-huh. I was starting to like that girl. Oh, okay, she's back. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, she, we'd already seen her come back to life before that, and yeah, um, but you didn't know the extent to, the extent of it. And then they like they they show the, the the brutality of it. Really, just the I mean, the fire monster with her with his head over or hand over her entire head, and you hear the screams, and you see the. The half-eaten away face mm-hmm. and everything. I thought, man, this this it's a pretty adult damn show. It, it really I really enjoy that part. Yeah, there's a there was a there was a point where like I think it was when Lobo just like uh, basically gutted her or whatever. Yeah, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I told my wife I said this this girl on this show basically lives in the refrigerator, man. <laughs> like <laughs> she's Kenny from South Park. Like she gets killed 
Yes the Markovian, and no. I, like, the yeah, Markovian cat Geoforce, he just screams, no! Like, oh my gosh. Like, he, he was not learning that she's coming back. <laughs> I, I, I get the refrigerator <laughs> part, but it's, it is, it's, I think it's different. Because, <laughs> like, with her, they're, they're constantly killing her and testing her limits, but at the same time, they're also realizing that she has virtually no limits. Like, that she's one of the most, yeah. most, by far the biggest weapon they have at this point, I think. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I, li- I liked her character just fine. I, it was, it seemed a little bit uh, gratuitous that they just kept killing her in like the worst, most gruesome ways uh, I mean, you could just do- imagine. But, just awful. Um, like ways it seemed that a little if, much. <laughs> I, I think they were enjoying the fact that they didn't have a sensor department to go through anymore. Yeah. Just a, just yeah. a little bit of like stretching your legs. Ah, oh, man, it's nice not to have to run this by anybody. Hey, Jeff John, do you like it? Yeah, I'm good. All right, thanks. That's it. Yeah. By the way, Lobo's a little bit. Always fun to see him on the show. Oh, think, it's always uh, fun to see him Lobo. Yeah. Lobo. I, I think they do a pretty good job with uh, with the Lobo betrayal. Mm-hmm. And he had one of the lines that I really enjoyed this season where he, uh, he finally does leave and victoriously, mind you, and says, like, don't feel bad. You bastard just did better than most. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, that is a, Which is, that's a perfect Lobo line right there. That's really always the best way to do Lobo. When he just pops down, he fights with somebody like, you know, Superman or somebody, whoever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they both land some good punches, and Lobo's like, well, I gotta take off. Whatever. But, or he just hey, thinks he's held one, in there. and he leaves. He's always, like, he's always condescendingly impressed when someone stands up to him. <laughs> I uh-huh. mean, he's almost unkillable. It's not like someone's really gonna defeat him, defeat him. But, like, when he runs into Superman or something, it's always like, oh, it's gonna be a good fight. And then afterwards, like, ah. If you were that type, I'd have a beer with you afterwards, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I dig Lobo, man. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. fun character. Like, I'm, I'm um, super excited he's on Krypton coming up. Oh, yeah. Still not hope. Still crossing my fingers for that Lobo movie that's been in development for freaking three years. Mm-hmm. Fragging three years, my bad. Right, right. Um, So, there were reports that the voice actor was coming back. We were a little concerned. We thought maybe he was in the Speed Force or something, and he might very well be still, but Wally West ain't come back yet, man. No. Yeah. No. No, I think that's something they're... Holding close to their vest because it was yeah, it was I, a it was a tough moment in the show. That was a that was a powerful moment in the show. I don't think they want to blow that load until it's really screen yeah. time. With with the exception of Violet or Halo, if you will. Yeah. Um. I think one of the real real strengths of the show is that they don't bring people back generally. Once yeah. they die, they die. Yeah. So I kind of hope they don't bring Wally back. I get the hope for it. He was a lot of fun on the show, but again, if they never do, I'd applaud the stakes mattering here. Mm-hmm. And when, um, in that very bizarre little Gar episode, when he sees Wally as the captain of his ship, that that kind of broke me a little bit. Mm, yeah. Oh, there's a that line whole there. that whole segment was disturbing. It was. Um, there was yeah, there was a line in one of the Garfield. Um, yeah, because they were doing kind of a Star Trek send up for him. Mm-hmm. And there's a line where he, he turns to somebody and says, he's dead, Tom. Mm-hmm. I thought you'd enjoy that. I did. It was amusing. I was also, I was taken aback and yet kind of happy with, like, Doom Patrol, go! Bah, 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 bah. The, yeah. That one, that was where, for a minute, I was like, this is getting weird. And then I kind of, it, it grew on me as the bit went on. I felt like it was a giant middle finger to everyone who bitches about Teen Titans Go. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I was kind of <laughs> proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> like oh this is a problem we could have done this oh 
Yeah, that's you're right. That's better. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That that, that was nice. That was that was fun, especially since in the uh, in the books and all, uh, Gar comes from the Doom Patrol initially. So that was fun. Nice throwback. Yeah. Just like in the Titan show, they they come across him when he's with the with the Doom Patrol. Right. Um. Something else I like. Yeah. Uh, it the subject matter of this season up to this point. Mm-hmm. It's literally like child trafficking. Yeah. I mean, they opened the first episode with Jefferson killing like a twelve-year-old girl or something. Fourteen. Yeah, it was like a fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah. Um, no punches pulled on the subject matter they were willing to go for. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yes, but I he did grow on me quite a bit. That Jefferson. Oh yeah, that Jefferson was tough to get to. Like as much as I preach against like people like trying to compare and hold versions of characters up to other versions of characters. It is a little hard sometimes. Okay. Um, yeah. But he he was he was treated a little differently than the than the show Black Lightning, which wasn't really a problem for me. I didn't like the first few episodes, the first couple episodes, I didn't care for the way they were portraying him. And it was partially because they just kind of kept having him it was like the it was like the flashback sequences, like the sudden like PTSD flashback sequences from uh, Green Lantern mm-hmm. in the theatrical cut, where it just keeps cutting back. And he's like, "No, no, no the kids, dad. the kids! Oh no!" I'm like, "Yeah, we we, we know we're streaming yeah. this, guys. <laughs> we're binging this. You're showing three episodes at a time, and the first three episodes you have like three flashbacks to the first episode. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> this all this all is happening in one night for me." <laughs> like every time he goes on a mission, I don't want to see no more dead kids. Well, who does? No, this this should have been a mindset before like for you some reason, killed that for, girl. For his character, they just assumed that everyone who was watching that evening was getting just progressively more stoned. <laughs> Didn't happen for uh, anybody but, else, I yeah. guess, but for him. I didn't mind. I did like I did like him by the by the end of the show by the end of the uh, that season he he had grown on me in a way that I was like okay well I can get it I can get down with this okay I don't think I had anything against him in particular but um, I like him as of now so I'm not I'm not um, turned off by the character at all yeah. I didn't get anything going on up front that I was I was worried about oh did you oh I'll tell you what I'm worried about oh, well, go, go ahead go for it go go no go ahead go ahead go ahead <laughs> did you enjoy the little WB nod. About the the granny goggles. Hmm. What was the WB nod? The um, I forget what it was called. Uh, it was like good, good, uh, good goggles. I think was that, wasn't that uh-huh. the name of the product? Yeah. Okay. Well, they used the WB's crest shape and put GG in there. Uh huh. And I, I I enjoyed the nod to the company in general, but some part of me was like, how how self deprecating are they really being right now? Like, to what extent are they just apologizing for some of the stuff we've seen? That we know could have been better. Hmm. I I did like it. Felt like a shot at themselves, and I appreciated that. To you know, just that's the bare minimum of this. But I wondered. <laughs> I I really did kind of wonder who who got that joke approved and for what reason. Yeah, I don't know. But you know, um, Teen Titans Go always makes fun of Warner Brothers. So yeah, yeah. It's it's not something they're incapable of doing. But like Teen Titans Go, they literally had like movie posters of Superman with a mustache. <laughs> didn't see that that's good <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good um also like i i did enjoy the the running storyline with the good goggles um 
uh, the, like the reach still having some uh, some uh, footprint in the in this universe. But I, there's a, there's a thing that bothered me where I, I feel like the show did what I I I honestly feel like every show has tried to do. And it may just be me. It really may be. But I, I really hate Granny Goodness. It's one of those things where it's like Jack Kirby did so much for us. Can we just forget about this one thing? Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you would, if you hated Still her here as well. Still hated it. I mean, not hate it, hate it like I normally do. It was pretty. It was a pretty neutral take. Mm-hmm. I, it, but it's the, I have never seen a version of this where they've sold me on the character. And I don't know if I That's ever so will. strange to me. And it feels like it's almost a thing that some writer... I, I I'm I'm probably projecting here, but I feel like there's a, a sense in some people's, uh, like in a, in some writers, where they look at that character and think, "Yeah, that's weird, but I can fix it." And every time I think, "Oh yeah," every time I think, like you're you're the guy or girl who sees this person you're attracted to with this terrible, terrible flaw that you know cannot be fixed, and convinces yourself, "But I can fix him or her." Uh huh. And every time you end up in therapy and in tears and 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 and. And someone leaving in the middle of the night with half their clothes and never looking back. I don't know, man. That might just be on you. It may be. I mean, yeah. I, that's, just, I mean, that's a real thing. And I will I will tell you, every time I've seen it, I've gone, that's weird. But I think I have a take. <laughs> it's just, that's exactly it, though. Is the, like, I think I have a take. I've never, I've never had anyone have a take where I'm like, yeah, okay. No, that worked. That worked. Oh, oh, here's a thing that, here's a thing I feel like was fine. Uh-huh. And I feel like Wiseman and, and uh, Vietti looked at it and said, this is weird, but I think I have a take. And the take is okay, but I like the original way better. Uh-huh. Forager. Forager bug, mantis, like, they didn't, I mean, yeah, they were evolved from insects um, in the comics. Right. On New Genesis, but they looked like people. <laughs> and also... Like literally, like Forager Bug and Mantis could take off their masks, and they were people underneath. Yeah. Like, but importantly, even if you did make them bugs, like literal insects with like shells and shit that grow back, um, the pronoun thing, like, can can we not? Like, Forager was the second most annoying character on this season, or on this this half of the I... season. Like, there were a few times. There were a few times. Forager I will admit, I got choked up. I, I was choked up. I got a little tear in my eye because Forger does not want to leave Forger's home. I, I get it. Yeah, I get that. Um, Forger generally amused me. I, I overall liked the character because it, it, it mm-hmm. was something lighthearted. I had no predisposition, predispositions towards. It sounded like Dana Carvey doing the judicial system for a second. The, <laughs> I had no reason to like or hate that character, and it, it, it was fine. It cracked me up. Yeah, I I don't have like a huge like emotional bond or anything to the comic book version of Forager Bug. Like it was just a jarring take for me. I was just like, "What? That's that's new. That's a lot." What's I don't I don't remember them doing that ever. Like ever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay. And then you know, well the the part that really got me was just how creepy Forager was with Bioship. Oh. Bioship is good, girl. Good girl. Oh, Forager loves Bioship. Ah, like, yeah. oh, creepy dude. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> so you're a little put off by it. I get you. I get you. Um, um, it didn't put me off. I thought it was just kind of an amusing side to the to the whole series. Mm-hmm. Where I, I, 
it just kind of it a lot of the interactions did really crack me up yeah um yeah and my my biggest problems are like i think my biggest problem oh i did like it. the part where he's like i forget who he's fighting with but he's he's fighting with somebody and then he like comes in with the short arms and he says like mind the short arms so we'll teach whoever it was that forge your fights dirty yeah that was funny and i'm not i don't hate the character i don't um I feel about him a lot like I feel like Neelix on Voyager, you know. He's a little bit of an annoying character. A little too much of him goes, you know, way too far. Like a little bit of him goes a long way is what I'm saying. And uh I was a little disappointed with how much they focused on those new characters. You know, they focused on Cyborg a whole lot. They focused on Violet and they and unfortunately, especially unfortunately freaking geo force apparently i am just adverse to any character with geo in their name because i hate geomancer <laughs> in the flash i know that I was hate geo force that was disturbing like they did like the the hello megan thing with him where they the, felt like they had to give him a catchphrase and that catchphrase was apparently oh, excuse me like oh, that's weird shut up dude it was weird I, shut I up i didn't have a problem with <laughs> You know they're training you. They, you know they're trying to help you, <laughs> like do your power, like control your powers. Stop screaming, excuse me, at Dick Grayson. Yeah, <laughs> at fucking Dick Grayson of all people. Shut your whore mouth. He will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was who. That was who Bug was fighting. Dick Grayson. Um. Yeah. I. I don't. I don't have a problem with it for two reasons. One, I didn't mind. I didn't uh-huh. mind the character. Uh, I thought there was some real development that they went through with him that I was okay with. But two, overall, the idea that they didn't focus on some of the original characters perfectly fits this show. Really does. Like season one, I know. they they I, I couldn't name you who they focused on between seasons, but I'm like specifically I remember like you'd come back for season two and whole relationships that you had built had changed. Like years yeah. have passed. These people are different people, and you just had to get to know the different versions of them and. And they would introduce new people that were just now part of your cast, and you you had to deal with that. And yeah, they generally did a good job of introducing you to those people. Also, also managing to show you the development that's happened in the background, like like Dick Grayson being like some kid on a you know a motorcycle, joking about being whelmed to freaking Nightwing. Now uh, mm-hmm. we've gone a long way there. And you can tell, like uh, Miss Martian, same thing. Connor Kent gone a long way. Uh, they've all had character progressions. But they do, yeah. Like when when they've spent a lot of time on you previously, they do backburner characters. It seems, mm-hmm. and they bring in new ones and they backburner them. And they bring. I don't know how far that formula can go, but I did. I enjoyed learning about these characters for the most part, and I do wish I had more time with some of the older characters. That like I I agree with Aqualad Aquaman. Now he was great. He was a great character. Love to have yeah. more time with him. But I mean, on the one hand, I think we will. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think we're done there. There's a whole second half of the season to deal with, and on on the other hand, it's it's kind of what the show told you it was gonna do. What I'm what I'm hoping, I know, I know, it's what the show told me it was gonna do. I did want to see, I did want more time with the characters that you know I've spent the most time with. Mm-hmm. But um, I, and I, it's a flaw with me. This isn't the show's fault. I mean, the personification of Geoforce is the show's fault. Don't get me wrong, I didn't care for him. Uh, it was only until like it was only like as the show was or this part of the show was winding down that I was that I started to like him more because he finally was like okay damn it I think I started liking him as, when he's like sitting on the cliff with Dick I'm like okay dude that's good that's good calm down <laughs> yeah gotcha. um stop screaming 
and I, I'm hoping they were just setting them up, but yeah, I also knew where it was going with his sister, because I'm like, oh, you know, you're showing me Deathstroke? Yeah, I know who Terra is. Right, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> we know Judas' contract is in our future. Uh, or some, some variation of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is weird to me, because the rumor going around now is that Deathstroke is the person they wanted to introduce at the end of season one of Titans, mm-hmm. and didn't didn't feel like it was good to introduce him and still like they they felt like they could get better mileage out of him and uh uh-huh and uh not intrigue uh help me i've been having trouble with names today raven's dead yeah um trigon, trigon. I, I was Thank trying you. to I, i'm having trouble too i don't know i don't know, I don't know why um <laughs> it's geoforce he's 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 <laughs> he's discombobulated it's me. like the fourth name today that i've just completely not been able to remember i i forgot karen gillian earlier i was talking to somebody about something oh um, you still have because it's Karen Gillen. Gillen, yeah, Gillen. I still want to go Terry Gilliam. Anyway, um, it, it it would be weird to me to see what will what will pretty much be concurrently uh, Deathstroke in in some form versus both like a couple versions of you know Titans essentially. Mm-hmm. And it may happen. And it's not that's like, fine. Like, it's not like Judas Contract is the only story you can do with. Deathstroke in the Titans. No, there's, there's, there's no of absolutely not. Oh, he's popped up plenty of times. He's popped up uh, plenty of times. And I hear they've they've um, they're bringing in uh, his daughter, Deathstroke's daughter, into Titans season two. But we'll talk about that on the news. Yeah. On an upcoming news episode at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, what were we talking about? Uh, I don't even. Tara. Yeah, Tara, and you knew that was but, coming. Oh yeah, I knew that was coming. I was hoping they were gonna like not do it just to screw with me but they did it um there not there might still be a a separate twist where she's only pretending to be in league with them or something and she like yeah they could do a double cross they've done it on the show before yeah but yeah you know what sad i didn't catch it for a second i just heard the name tara i didn't quite see what her uh powers were and i, I hadn't associated deathstroke for a second so it was somewhere in the last episode went, oh yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. i know it's coming mm-hmm and I was just as mad as I was when I like reading the actual, like reading the actual books on that. Kind of realized what was coming. Oh, you bitch! They like you. You think you think they're gonna do the Deathstroke and Terra getting it on thing in this show? Maybe they might as 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 balls out as they're getting with this show. They might. They, I mean, I, I don't want to put it past them. They might. Yeah, but she was like, "Brother, you have no idea the things I've done." I'm like, "I have an idea. <laughs> I, have a, I have something I'd add to the checklist. We'll see." <laughs> Is the name Slade on that list? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. And it's creepy. Man. With this show, we may still get more. We will. We probably will get more characters introduced. Like the I forget the name of the mute guy who helps them out in that. I have to look that up. But yeah, you may see him. It may go full throttle. Yeah. Yeah, they might. I'm. Uh, I mean, I, I've enjoyed the show. I enjoyed it. I know I'm complaining a lot. I've only I'm really sorry. complained about Granny Goodness and <laughs> being used in general, and it's still not a knock on this show. I just think there's like a there's like a cap on that character that's lower than I think some people realize. Yeah. To me, for me, I don't know. I like it. I you know what I would um if I had a time machine. I don't even know if she's still alive or what. I would love Doctor Ruth as Granny Goodness in something. Yes. <laughs> No, no, I, I would like if, if I was near that and had the ability to, I would tank the production of that immediately. <laughs> Just nope, nope, down the hole. 
So you want something to fail just because you don't like it, even though other people might like it? God, you sound like fan Twitter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, something uh, – I almost forgot about this. Uh, What's up? A lot of Court of Owls nods in those masks all season. Yeah, that felt that felt Court of Owls-y, but I don't think that's what they were doing. I'm not sure yet. I suspect they were just like – I mean, it was a room full of like evil rich people. I'm pretty sure they just had masks so no one could take pictures of them. I mean, they might, but you, know, you you choose that mask shape in particular. Could have could have picked anything. Yeah, I mean, it came to mind, but you it know, I kind of talked myself out of it. Nod and and they may be building it in. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I talked myself out of it as an actual story thread. But um, am I the only one that's really worried about Wolf? Yeah, I'm pretty worried about Wolf. Like, don't. There has to be a just, payoff for why yeah. Wolf has just been sleeping for an entire half season. Yeah. That's terrifying. I don't want Wolf yeah, to go. There's got to be something going I on. I mean, there. I'm like, can't. I mean, he's like an alien dog. Can't he just like live forever, like Superman or something? I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. But I did really enjoy the uh, like the end credits gags where it would just show like the car still being on. <laughs> It'd just be a still mm-hmm. image of the car and then the sound of car engine. Oh, like oh, yeah. My favorite of the gags was we at the Lobo episode. We saw his thumb laying there. Yeah, or his pinky or whatever yeah. it was. And then, like, a few episodes later, we see it sitting there again, and it's just rotting ever so slightly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end credits gags were great. I really enjoyed that. Except yeah. the fact that, you're right, I was very worried about Wolf by the end of it. Because they even made it a point in the show several times to say, like, does that dog do anything but sleep? Nah. Yeah. Like, That's not okay. T- find a vet. I don't know if there's some, some kind of, like, Xeno veteran, veterinarian, right. but I- take him to it. I feel like Star Lab should open up their own like separate vet yeah. <laughs> offices, but yeah, uh, I feel like they probably would have already done it, and they'd be like, "Nope, he's just old. He's just getting. I mean, he is getting old. He is in the show's timeline. He is. He is. But my my thinking is always like, large dogs live longer than small dogs. I, I mm-hmm. it's not always true, but it's a decent general rule. So my thinking is like that. Dude, that guy's huge. It, He'll he'll long live, he'll way outlive the series. He'll be fine. Mm. I don't know. You're right. I, that, know. It, I mean, I agree. It worried me. It worried me. I want to see where that. When goes. he like sprung into action that last episode, and then very quickly got put down, and that little yelp, I felt real bad. Oh yeah. No. Oh. oh yeah. Yeah. Don't don't yelp, wolf. No. Oh. I know. I understand. Um, <laughs> that bothered me way more than anything else that happened in the show. <laughs> you were far more invested. I'm like, Whatever. Teen trafficking. You know, little girl getting killed over and over again. Whatever, but don't you hurt Wolf? Right. Yeah, that's usually my uh, my instinct too. Like there was an episode, an episode of BTAS, or was it later in the series? Where like I think it was later in the series, like way later maybe. Where there's a break in, and for a second you hear Ace whimper. Mm-hmm. I don't. God, I don't remember where that was in the placement of that on on that timeline or what part of the what which series that happened in. But there's like a moment where there's a break into Wayne Manor. And Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Thank you. Okay, so it was that late. Like, late, late. Mm-hmm. Like, almost end of the game late. Mm-hmm. But there was, a, like, a moment where I heard Ace whimper, and I was like, oh, God. Like, that was the most angry I got. Not not torturing a tiny Robin. That that was... That, that didn't get under my skin, but... No, it was specifically when the Joker broke into Wayne Manor. It was, it was Bruce sitting there with Ace. Ace rears up and starts growling. He runs off in the dark, or up the stairs or whatever, and you hear the... <laughs> yeah, and I was just like... <gasps> But yeah, that 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 got me physically angry. I was like, if you hurt that dog, I will find a way to make you real and hurt hurt you. <laughs> <coughs> I will punch Mark Hamill. Yeah, 
It's one of the reasons I still haven't watched the John Wick movies because I know I, oh, I know the inciting incident. That first scene's rough, man. It really is. I know the inciting incident. But I barely made I, it through Marley and Me. I, think, I can't do this. I know Marley and Me was rough. <laughs> I think the reason the John Wick movies did so well was simply because it's it's so relatable. Like, there's no way you see what happened in that movie and you don't think, yeah, I'd kill everyone. I'd kill everyone even attached mm. to this act. Everyone tangentially <laughs> part of the what happened here is dying. It was John. The John Wick situation was smart because I feel like they said, "Okay, we have a really badass idea for a movie uh, where lots of guns and things are happening." And we have this a good idea age, of how to shoot a lot of good, fun gun action. How do we justify right. that? Oh, kill a puppy! Uh, oh, good job! Yeah, good exactly. Job, good job. How do in this day of sensitive Twitter users who are going to attack our movie and get bad press on us if we have too much gunplay? How do we fix this? We kill a puppy, you kill a and puppy. they will completely understand. And they did. <laughs> like, I don't think one person the said, entirety you know of Twitter what? Went, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Those men killed a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing redeemable I can fight against here. Yep. John Wick equals right. <laughs> um, anyway... Yeah, one of the one of the big downfalls for shows like this, especially this series, because it has done so much. And Batman: The, the Brave and the Bold had this issue, um, and it's not really even a, a, a problem, except that it's a little bit of a problem. You know what I mean? Like it's fantastic because for years we looked at Batman the animated series, we looked at Superman the animated series, and Justice League even until like that final season when oh my damn, unlimited, but. Yeah. You look at it and you go like, God, I just wish that we could, you know, get time with this character. I wish we would, we could see a little more of this character. Like, I wish we could see, like, how big the DC Universe is. You see it in this show. You do. Unfortunately, it comes at the expense of, like, getting time with your primary yeah, characters. Yeah, some of your favorites uh, hit the back burner for a second. It's, yeah. there's, it's, and it, that's a mathematical problem. There's nothing I think the show is going to do to fix it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, and it, I, I, at this point, I think it might be fair to stop calling it Young Justice. You should just call it DC Universe. <laughs> but <laughs> make it the flagship show yeah. for the entire service. Yeah, it could be. I mean, just have those, it's like, do a spinoff where it's just like Brave and the Bold type stories every week because that have like a little tie-in. But anyway, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, that's basically what they're doing. They can call it whatever the hell they want. Well, I, they've, uh, like, Young Justice is, it. It does seem to pride itself on really having a story they're telling, and and they will sacrifice mm-hmm. what they did last season to be able to do it this season. Yeah, they'll yeah they'll say like, oh, by the way, this person's this now, and this person's this now. We'll we'll give you a couple minutes of exposition to catch up, but you know we're not going to tell the we're going to give the details of of how Aqualad it was inducted into Justice League and and given the title and all that. But we're not going to worry about that. He's we're just yeah. going to give you a quick scene showing that he's in charge of the Justice League this round. Um, you know, it'll be somebody else next year. Good, good for them. But they just they they sacrifice a lot of possible exposition and a lot of of possibly decent payoff moments for telling you yeah. a huge story that no, they really what? invest in and they spend a lot of time developing new characters to make sure they can do a new story. Like I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other side of the coin, though. Is when you're doing a show like this, you for you tend to forget people that should you would think should be around, and it's way more exciting when they show up. Like Vic, I did, I was like Cyborg, oh my god, I didn't forgot about Cyborg. <laughs> and then just a few minutes ago, I was sitting here going like, well, I, I was thinking as you were talking, I was like, 
Oh, yeah, I should mention that I was really glad that uh, Dick and Barbara were together. Oh, my God, they haven't done Corey yet. They haven't done Starfire. Where's Starfire? Right. It does, because it's so expansive, and it, <laughs> it, it, it never seems to stop, like, accumulating new parts and throwing away the old in some way. Like, yeah, you, you can for sure sit there and watch it thinking, oh, damn, next season might have Starfire. That's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be good. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I, I wouldn't mind if they actually just did a Batman and the Outsiders spinoff, because that episode was great. Yeah. Oh, the the, the big fight? Oh, God. Yeah. Fantastic. Metamorphos, like, by the way, I'm in constant pain. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, eh, I don't care about all that. Whatever. Um. Oh, I'm going to see if this is your uh, yours, too. My favorite episode of, of this half season, the Vandal Savage episode. Oh. Uh... God, I have to ask you to remind me what happened, so I guess it's not my favorite. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we get Vandal's oh, daughter. The flashback. Who is retelling his story because she's, yeah, she keeps like, she's reading his journal. Yeah. And we're seeing like these flashbacks about how he was a caveman, then he was a hero, and then he was, a, you know, whatever, demigod, whatever, he, all these different things. He was Genghis Khan at some point. Right. And, um, like the, the lady who gives the journal to his daughter keeps saying, did you get to the part with the bear? That's my favorite part. Right. And you're like, right. Oh, something's going down with this lady. She's losing it. And then at the end, when she's like, Oh, this was a great victory. I'll have to put it down in the journal. And, uh, he's like, you know, we've talked about this. I've told you, I don't want you writing down my story because I have plans that are millennia long. And he like puts her, his hands on either side of her face. And he says, why is why is the bear the favorite part? Your favorite part, and she explains that it was because it was be- from before he was a god, and he still overcame and et cetera. And he snaps her neck, right? And we as at that point we find out she was a she was a daughter of Savage as well, right? And he's sparing her because her her mind is going, and she's to have the best of everything at the funeral. It was just heartbreaking, and this is probably. I don't know between that and ju- between this one and Justice League Unlimited, my favorite version of Vandal Savage. <laughs> like this, this they that have episode, a good version of Vandal entire... Savage. Like even uh, even yeah. his deal with Darkseid that he's, you know, he had he, oh, yeah. he had a plan for fifty thousand years or whatever it says it it says, and you know he, he sees a bigger fish and says fuck it. Well, I guess I got to deal with his plan. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they literally show like Darkseid like killing him with his Omega beams. And then he like comes back, and Darkseid's like, hmm. "Shit, okay, okay." <laughs> I mean, this yeah, this army, useful. this technology is shit, but you know, all right. <laughs> but but he's clearly got something I can take advantage of. That's what Darkseid thinks. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, I don't know. We're not supposed to compare, but screw it. That that one episode of Vandal Savage was just like shit all over the first season of Legends of Tomorrow, man. <laughs> Yeah, I do agree. It was better character development in one episode, for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was tragic and amazing, and that was my favorite episode of the season. I was just like, yes, please. More Vandal Savage, more of all that. That was good. That really was good. I don't think I have a favorite episode, necessarily. I did watch them very quickly. It's hard to parse them out. Mm -hmm. I think I had one favorite episode. Well, I think that episode really stands out to me more than any of the others. Like... The what the two standouts are the Gar episode and the Vandal Savage episode. That would be the other one I would say is the, is the Nightmare Monkeys would, would be uh-huh. uh, it, because it it really tested what the show was willing to do for a second. I mean it it really went mm-hmm. to some weird places and it it also gave me some time with with Gar who's I I, I really enjoyed Gar. 
I, it was like you said, I got some more time with somebody that I hadn't had time with really that season. Yeah. But man, overall, that fight scene with like Batman and Katana, Metamorpho, and freaking ladies. Oh yeah. That that might have been one of my favorite sequences of the entire show. Yeah. Like I seriously considered like writing in somehow, finding a way to contact them and saying, "Could this episode be a backdoor pilot, please?" <laughs> For- for more of this, all of this and more. Yes, please. <laughs> there, the, Bruce Greenwood should absolutely be Batman more. Mm. Let's do all of this. He's, yeah, he's the damn fine uh, bat. There, there are big, there are big chunks of this half season that I really loved, and there are some chunks I didn't like at all. But um, I don't know. That's that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. I'm not angry at them. I feel like they should be able to do whatever they want. Even if it is something as silly as Forager, <laughs> the way they pr- portrayed him, I think it was silly. I still I still cared about the character. When Lobo smashed, when they made it, when they made it look like he, they killed his character, right. Like I almost didn't trust them. I was like, that is brutal, dude. Please tell me they didn't kill Forager. Like, I was sad. <laughs> I was like, please tell me he's hiding somewhere and that was a fake. Please. Right. Um... Even even though he was annoying. It's just sometimes, like, he goes on about the stuff. Like, when he was going going on all about the names, like, he thought he was he was playing a game and humans didn't understand. I'm like, shut up. No. It's very clear that no one else is doing this. Stop. <laughs> See, that didn't bother me. But, I, was, I know, enjoyed it. I enjoyed the little asides. Yeah. But I still cared about the character, and I'm not mad at uh, the creators for doing the show they wanted to do. That's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll keep watching. I enjoyed the show. Um... Yeah, that's that's the takeaway here. That's what I'm saying. I'm 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 sorry if I came off too negative, but no, I don't think you did. No, it's it's really one of those shows where um, if you talk about it long enough, you be like, well, I don't know about that part. But if you know, watching the last of any any episode of Young Justice, if you uh, or watching any episode of Young Justice, if you, if you really ask me about it, I'd be like, yeah, I, I'm just I'm gonna click next now, and you can watch it with me. But I don't really feel like talking about it. Let's just let's <laughs> dig in. We got another. There's another episode available, man. What do you want? Come on. <laughs> yep why are we wasting time i was um i think it was interesting and i don't know if they were doing just doing it um as an easter egg but uh bringing in star girl as the uh the host of that little documentary or that little news thing whatever it was yeah when she was interviewing gar yeah i was like mm, are we actually gonna see justice society this year or are they building up to it because i know they're doing a star girl show yeah a live action Stargirl but show. But it's a Stargirl like, live action, yeah. I, I don't think they're going to... They also... Uh, DC Universe has not decided to what extent they want their shows tied in. Mm-hmm. I mean, Swamp Thing has nothing to do with anything else. Doom Patrol was clearly backdoor piloted by Titans. Mm-hmm. But Stargirl is... Uh, it's Swamp Thing and Stargirl are completely on their own. How much would you love it if they brought all of them in for Crisis on Infinite Earths over on CW? Just for a minute. Oh, be amazing. Just be amazing. Just to see how it feels. <laughs> just, oh. I mean, I'd, I'd just be yelping in my chair, like pausing and yelping in my chair. A lot of uh, fuck yes and, uh, and just guttural sounds. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've seen him do it. It's, it's quite amusing, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the, uh, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to do that and they're they're keeping their cards a little close to the vest on how much they want to tie in the shows as they're coming and i get it i mean they're they're starting a thing they don't want to commit to oh there's gonna be a crossover like cw has and stuff like that because that is an expectation mm-hmm. people have they don't want to commit to that kind of thing right now 
Yeah, they don't want to. And, that's fine. And they're also... I'm, I'm fine with it. Like, the way they're airing their shows, they're also kind of... They apparently have decided that uh, the summer break is uh, bullshit. Much like I think the CW has decided they're going to break that egg. Uh, oh, network television is already breaking that. Like, yeah, they're they're just going to... Everybody's doing that, it. That, everybody's doing it, man. That, everybody's yeah, doing that, it. That summer break you had when you were a kid where, like, you only saw reruns during uh, pretty much... June, July, and most of August. Mm-hmm. I think that's about to become a thing of the past. I get it though. They gotta keep. I, they gotta keep I, up I, with streaming, and they gotta, they gotta keep having a reason for people to buy ads during the summer. And it's just getting weird for them. I, they're there's they're adapting. I don't think that's I'm some of the bad. Surprised it hasn't happened for before. The what? I'm surprised it hasn't happened before. Me too. Like, but I think streaming is what really pushed it. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Like the fact that they're competing with. Something that is is pretty low cost. I mean, ten bucks a month or so for Netflix, and kind of the fuck you. I I can turn off my cable for three months and save that money and get a new deal in September, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You really can. You, you used you used to be able to do that. I think the networks need a reason for someone to actually have to have your subscription for twelve months. Yeah, and they're they're trying to course correct on that. Yeah, I mean that's fine. I'll I'll pay. Um, <laughs> I get it. I get it. And, you know, I know they're, they're, well, you know, people would like do the trial and they'd, you know, uh, binge watch a show and then cancel their service or just watch it for as long as that show is on and look, you know, get it back when the show comes back. Yeah. They're trying to get rid of that. And now I see that Netflix is trying to get rid of the um, sharing passwords thing. Like they're starting to like test that out, like see if they can, re- they've got software that can tell if you're like, Letting your mom use it or something, yeah, in another state or whatever. So, um, I mean, they're gonna slowly root all that out so that everyone's paying. But until then, we, <laughs> um, yeah, softcore piracy, what that's called, I think. Yeah, but you know, uh, it, it'll eventually come down to bundles where they'll 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 make deals and stuff with different uh, entities and. We'll be able to bundle it. It'll be like fifty bucks a month for all the services. Yeah, it'll be twenty four ninety nine for Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime or some shit. Yeah, but it'll be all right. We'll figure it out. It'll adapt. It always killed me as a kid. I'm like, so you're telling me I'm out of school and I now have time to watch TV unfettered, and there's no new TV. Yeah, annoying, right? Mm-hmm. And we grew up in an age where like you had to go find media physically to watch to fill that gap, and there just wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Your, your local we had Video Express and Movie Gallery in my area, but those two, um, those two died before Blockbuster. Like we didn't have a Blockbuster. Actually, the Blockbuster yeah. we did have was in Irondale, and it's a liquor store now, which makes so much sense to me. <laughs> makes sense. But yeah, we, you had to go find physical media. You had to go out every night and ask, "What am I? What am I getting?" And that was an hour's worth of like going there and walking between aisles and picking it out and taking it back. And then you had maybe two and a half hours max of material that you were watching and then well that's done now and Mm. I have to find something to do and go to bed you you could just like come home turn on the show you were watching that immediately knows exactly where you left off like a damn genie like your own personal television (laughs) magician Mm mm-hmm and and just just watch just watch until your heart's content watch until you look at the clock and think i'm being an irresponsible human adult yeah turn it off and be sad about the fact that you have to turn it off and try to go to bed now even though you were just watching something really 
exciting and there's no way your brain can do that. And then you lay there for 40 minutes and hope for the best. Yeah. Now you have to get an app like Headspace that gives you a little freaking meditation to go to sleep. And that's twelve ninety nine a month. And there's, there's all the other adaptations. Yeah. Different times. You know, when, <clears throat> when I was a kid, when I was about 10 years old, I remember uh, the video stores started all doing these deals where it was like, you know, you can you can you can check out six movies at a time for you know a very lessened cost. You know. Yeah, yeah. And you have it for a week, and they would fine your ass remember, to hell if you didn't have backup time. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I remember telling my mom as we were picking out our numerous movies, I told my mom, I said, "This is great, but cable is killing the video stores." <laughs> <clears throat> and she said, "What do you mean?" What, what, what does cable have to do with it? I'm like, people are watching movies on cable instead of going to the video store. Yeah. Video stores are going to go away. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, the fact that they're doing this, this six movies at a time, this is bad. You're telling your mom, this like, is a big... uh, you don't understand. You don't understand. Bishop to D4. This is only, <laughs> <laughs> only a matter of time. And her response was, well, you better hope that before you move out because I'm not buying cable. I'm like, oh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. We had no concept of the internet. We didn't know. But, you know, it's weird weird, weird to think about. Oh, and hell, that was almost 10 years before the time where like, you would get a video that lasted eight seconds. It was terrible quality. It was physically two by three inches on your physical monitor, and it would take up mm-hmm. it would take up 10% of your entire hard drive. Yeah. I always joke about how I remember with my dad actually buying a hard drive that was one gigabyte. It was 10, 24 megabytes. And I remember actually, like, we were talking to each other. I was like, how are we ever going to fill this up? Like, what could we possibly put on it? Yeah, it's wild. Different times. Oh, I remember doing that several times where it was just like, oh, man. At some point I got, I I mean, I I still remember getting a 512 megabyte hard drive. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, I still remember 144 and 256, but still, the 512 was the one that really blew my mind. I was like, God, what am I ever going to do to put all anything on this? I'd have to write write the great American novel. I'd have to write Ulysses. With like yeah, a, a and, forward from uh, <laughs> War and Peace to make this mm-hmm. thing. <sighs> and yeah. I have like two multi-terabyte hard drives and I'm still going, How, what am I ever going to do to fill all this up? Yeah, I've got about <laughs> you know, the same thing. 1.5 terabytes right now and it's still telling me, hey, you need to read some stuff. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we've trailed off quite significantly. You know what wouldn't have a problem with this is that damn ship. Yeah. Just trying to roughly bring it back to Young Justice. Uh huh. Yeah, it's probably bike, true. Bike or whatever it's called, he'd be fine. He should be uh-huh. fine. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's uh, it's the closest I get to bring it back. I'm sorry, it was pretty pretty weak. I'm pretty interested to find out why Raish is no longer part of the of the light. Yeah. Uh, see, yeah, that's the kind of thing where I don't know. Or did they say and I missed it? I don't remember hearing Raish anywhere in the season, but oh, you remember when they? You don't remember when they went to um, <clears throat> what was it called? Infinity Island. And Raish was there, and he was like, I'm no longer part of the light. Oh, yeah. And he, and then Geoforce no, is like, you a lie! And Dick was like, Raish al Ghul is many things, but he is not a liar. Yeah, I do remember that scene. I do not remember if there's anything before that that's supposed to tell me. That, that may be lost to uh, my memories of season two. when I, I, really, I really watched that about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah. honestly, week to week, we're following a good 10 or 12 shows right now. Just mm-hmm. something. Just in DC, not including like other stuff I want to watch, like Brooklyn Nine Nine or Superstore. Oh, girl, I'm getting my Brooklyn Nine Nine in. I'm getting my Nine Nine in, girl. You watching Superstore? Just watch Superstore. I don't watch Superstore now. 
You'd enjoy it. But anyway. I might, but, you know. Yeah, it doesn't, that doesn't even include stuff that I watch on the side. Uh-huh. Like I'm cheating on DC. <laughs> I'm so far behind on my Marvel watching uh, that it's kind of ridiculous. But, you know, they put out that Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. trailer for, for this coming season for oh. summer, and I'm like, oh, oh shit, yeah. I'm down. So I'm good. down. This looks also, so good. I, I, I'm, I'm still really enjoying The Gifted. still watch that shit every week. Really? Yeah. Like, I get excited when I see the new, the new episode. And my wife watches it begrudgingly. No. no I'm not begrudging she's had it on. I enjoy it. She's had it on, and uh, it does. it's not good. I, I disagree. I enjoy it. All right, well. That's 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 fine. I'm glad for you, man. I'm I don't think I'll ever board that train. <laughs> it's fine. That's <laughs> fine. All right. So, do you have anything else with the uh, Young Justice? No, not that I can think. I I can think of. I'm I'm I think we've covered it. We'll be back in I don't know, a month and a half or so with the second half, I think. <laughs> I thought you were saying like our show DC on screen was going to be back in a month. Yeah, and back half. in a month and a half. I'm like, we missed like a week. Finally. Can you can you not over-exaggerate that? But yeah, no. Uh. <laughs> no, I think it's longer. No, I'm sorry. It's 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 much longer. My bad. They don't have yeah, the real time. I, think, I thought it was like July or something. Yeah, it's going to be a minute. That's fine. I'm, I don't need it right now. We're about to start Doom Patrol. Yeah. And um, that's just fine. I've got plenty to watch. I'm still watching Arrow, uh, you know, Flash, all the other things. Oh, yeah. You scroll down my like TV time to watch list and it's just, it's daunting. Mm-hmm. It is straight up daunting. And I mean, right now I got Celebrity Big Brother going on. Mm-hmm. That's like three nights a week. I have, I've had people talking to me about Punisher season two, and I've, <laughs> I've just had to tell them, "Yeah, man, I'll I'll get back to you this summer." It will. When I watch Punisher season two, it will have long since been canceled. Oh yeah, I expect it to be canceled within the month. Yeah, it'll probably be canceled next week. Yeah, within the month. That that's still my uh, my prediction. Mm-hmm. Any guy, any, any guy, what? Anyway, um, prayers for Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Hope they find some sort of Time Lord energy in there. He, re- right. he regenerates or something. Yeah. Um, Don't know what's going on with that. It's the scariest part so far of the season. <laughs> a little bit. Here's hoping that, you know, Aquaman just uh, retired. Is that a thing? Can a king do that? Can a king just abdicate the throne because he's tired as hell? I don't know. Maybe you split the title for you're the Justice League's Aquaman and you're the Seven Seas Aquaman. I don't know. You can abdicate a throne though. That's the reason they have that. Well, sure. That word. I mean, sure. But um, I'm just I don't see I don't see Arthur abdicating for any reason other than he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would that would be top reason. Sure. No doubt. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried for Arthur. I get it. I think the problem I think the problem is the Young Justice version looks way too much like the uh, Brave and the Bold version. Oh, yeah. The Brave and the Bold version is just, like, my damn favorite version of Aquaman that's ever existed. I understand. I just want that guy to be okay forever. Yeah. It's an adorable version. Right. Not that Ted McGinley version from the final episode. Yeah. Damn it. We're going to go now. Um, We can rattle forever for no reason. Sure. Thank you for listening to DC On Screen. It's a safe (laughs) thing. Thank you for listening to DC On Screen. DCOnScreen.com for every episode for free. Every one. All 520, whatever the hell I said earlier. Mm. Six, I think. 526 now. 526. What What the hell, man? Yeah. It's, it's always surprising to me. I can't believe we did that many of a thing. I know. The editing alone. All right. We'll be, uh, yeah. We'll be back with a, a much-needed news episode in a few days. We're recording that on Saturday. Is that right? Is that what we're shooting for? 
That's what we're shooting for. What we're shooting for? That's what we're shooting for. It'll be sometime soon, relatively. <laughs> so it, it was kind of what we were shooting for, and then my wife told me about a bunch of stuff she had to do, and it was, oh, I don't think. Oh, okay. I don't okay. know if that's going to. Well, that's fine. We can we can do it next Wednesday. I don't care. I mean, I care. Don't 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 think I don't care about you, dear listener. Yeah. Well, we're still we're still shooting for it. Don't don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she sent me like a list of things she has to get done Saturday. I was oh okay, all right. Well, that's all about the time we. Okay, I think I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. That does sound like you're screwed. She's got. She has some important stuff coming up. She's preparing for so. Hey, life happens, man. Mm-hmm. But when we do that news episode, we're going to be talking about uh, the Shazam teaser that we never talked about. We're going to talk about, because uh, we've had a little, uh, kind of a weird uh, release schedule here. Right. And uh, the Birds of Prey teaser that they, they just came out with as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, looking forward to talking about all that stuff. I don't even think I've really talked about it with you. Not much. Because um, we're all busy and shit. Yeah, in brief, stuff. though, the, like the, uh, about 15 seconds in, that, that one shot in the Shazam trailer is now one of my favorite shots in any movie ever mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> the the shot where he jumps you know off of the exactly building what and the he, hell I'm yeah, talking about. <laughs> he jumps off the building gets hit, he screams shazam gets hit by the lightning bolt and just flies away oh god it's so good it's so good yeah i yep. could chew on Fantastic. that yep yeah we'll all right well get out about that more later <laughs> We are, of course, on Facebook. We have a Facebook group as well. I'll, I'll try to remember to put links in the show notes. Or you can go to DCOnScreen.com where we just have a link to it. And uh, until next time, keep some DC on your screen. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time, TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Are you maladjusted? To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired sports commentator Dick Vitale. Tonight's matchup is me versus an ugly fender bender. If I can eat out a win, it would be a miracle, baby. Um, Mr. Vitale, it wouldn't be a miracle because Geico gives you a team of experts to help manage your claim. That's going to be a nail biter. Nope. The Geico team is there for you 24-7. Now that's a dipsy dude, the guru of a claims team. Geico is awesome, baby, with a capital A. Geico, great service without all the drama. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory.
Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Hip, 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 powder donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.